Hi everybody and welcome to the second ever uh, My Sports Hub podcast. Uh, you're here with Coach Simon and I'm sitting here with Coach Henk. And uh, it's, we've been uh, on the My Sports Hub journey for a few weeks now and it's been exciting and uh, we've been getting some, some feedback back from parents as they play in their backyard. Um, and some, some uh, bit of feedback which we've got again and again is just how difficult it can be to get your kids out to play. Um, now I've been a coach for around eight years and uh, I think it's relatively easy getting kids out, kids out to play but I've been told that it's a different kettle of fish once you've got your own your own kids. Uh, coach Hank, is it easy peasy? 100% not. It is uh, it's sometimes as easy as just uh, going outside and starting to play but um, as a rule it can be it can be quite tough. It's not always the easiest thing to do. Your own children are completely different. So, I mean, the little okies that arrive at our lessons, uh, they usually get there. It's the best thing they've done that week. But uh, your own kids are a different story. So, uh, <laughs> Coach Hank, tell us a little bit. You've uh, got a lot of experience in foundation phase coaching. You've got two kids. Tell us a little bit about some of the tricks and tips uh, that you use. One, to have got your own kids out to play. Um, and that you've, you found has worked over the last, is it 400 yeah. years you've been coaching? <laughs> yeah, roughly that. <laughs> yeah, roughly that, just after the first uh, crusade. <laughs> um, what, um, uh, I, I think the key to the whole process is that the children have to love it. If they enjoy to play, then they would play more. So, and it's quite interesting because I always think that every single child loves to play. So every now and again at a lesson, you will find somebody that's, um, that's not feeling that great. But most of the time, it's the best thing that they've done that week. So they arrive there and they can't wait to just get off. Um, with my own boys, you know, the most of the time I can get them out in some other way. But there's four or five or six different tricks that you need up your sleeve. Otherwise, um, it can very quickly go down here. So okay, I, so then, so then, then it needs to be fun for the child. Have to be fun. Yeah. No, so no I agree, hundred percent. Child's got to love it, otherwise, see you later. That's right. Okay. That's right. And um, okay, so it's got to be fun for the child. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how that changes from say a three-year-old to a nine-year-old, uh, and how you navigate that. How yeah. do we make it fun? Yeah. Uh, look, the, uh, let's start with the youngsters. For the youngsters, as a rule, it's not difficult to get them outside playing. Mm. There's some other way you can watch something, you can say something, and off you go. You know, so. Um, Although many parents would not be too keen about, um, uh, about screen time or TV or something, but that's actually your, that's your friend in the whole process in two ways. One, whatever you watch, whether it's Spider-Man, whether it's uh, Aladdin, whatever you've watched um, uh, is immediately transferable onto the grass outside. So you can use that character and then if you, if you follow the weekly lesson plan, mm. then it's relatively easy to work in those skills. Okay. So, the, so Spider-Man jumps, you jump like Spider-Man. Spider-Man jump like Spider-Man from wonderful. one building to another. Okay. Or, and then you get onto the horse that gallops around. And okay. what is nice about little guys is that it doesn't have to make sense. It can mm. be completely crazy. You know, Spider-Man might have a horse. You never know. Spider-horse. Spider-horse. And um, so, and then they, uh, they have to shoot the net, uh, the webs, and they throw it over there. So uh, I love that. Uh, that's a fantastic way to play, and, and, and it's an enormous amount of fun both ways. Uh, for the older ones, of course, that you can use a similar process, but many times that is linked to a sport. So a rugby, cup, um, a rugby match that was played, and you watch it together. Maybe you watch the highlights, um, or maybe there's a cricket match uh, 2020 happening. 
and I find that 99.9% of the times my boys would be keen to play a quick match mm. and we replay what happens. If AB has smacked a couple of sixes, you know, we're going to try and do that. So, um, so uh, watching a game with your children or using that is a fantastic resource. Um, if I can mention just quickly, the other way around, of course, as well. So um, one of the issues these days is that kids spend lots of time wanting to watch or wanting to play. And it creates leverage for us to get outside. So my boys would sometimes say, hey, can we play on the iPad? And I would say, absolutely no problem. How long do you want to play? I'm going to play 20 minutes. No problem. We're going to hit outside for 20 minutes. You get inside. You can play with absolute pleasure. So technology is your friend in this and you have to use it. So, you, so you're going to say 20 minutes outside 20 minutes inside yeah, or whatever you can even go 30 minutes outside yeah. 15 minutes okay. inside so it depends on what you want to do i mean of course there's boundaries but um uh, it definitely opens the door okay so and and that goes for anything can we please uh, can we go to the beach absolutely but yeah. let's go and take the rugby ball with them we're going to go kick it there so yeah. um, anything that gives you an angle to bring in that you have to go play and uh, Coach Enk, I know, uh, speaking to parents, not having been one, but speaking to parents, I know that uh, they talk about a, that as a youngster, obviously, it's very important to have a routine. You go to yeah. bed at seven o'clock, yeah. you eat breakfast yeah. at this time, you yeah. eat lunch or whatever. Um, tell us a little bit about how did you, uh, how, how can you build it into a routine or uh, is that something you can do or do you just play whenever you can? Look, uh, in our house, there was two parts to it. So weekends are always a routine. Weekends, there's always Saturday mornings. Is you get up, you do something, and then we hit the tennis court. So we go off and we go kick a ball. And that was from, um, from when they were very, very small. We lucky we lived, uh, lived close to a, um, to a couple of schools. And we are able to, we are able to get into the, um, into the school and just go play, go kick a soccer ball around or whatever. And that became the Saturday morning routine. You, you uh, wake up. You drink coffee or tea or whatever you do. You get into the car, you go play. Afterwards, we go grab some energades and uh, I get the newspaper and we go home. or Something like that, yeah. you know. So, so weekend routines, whether it's a Saturday or Sunday, even a Friday afternoon, I think is key. Um, together with that, um, uh, you know, uh, these days parents don't always work uh, full office hours from, from 7 to 5 or whatever. So if there's opportunity, just use it. You know, it's, it's the best thing that you can do to your child. Spending time with your child, throwing a ball, kicking a ball, running around the house, um, I can tell you they'll remember it forever. Um, and of course, what we are looking for is we look to unlock their potential. Mm. So we know what they need to do, we can just do that. Coach Enka, when I was um, growing up, I was sure I was going to be the new South African spinner. <laughs> uh, that didn't turn out that way. But I remember being um, cricket crazy. And I remember yeah. being a a very ill-tempered batter who used to hate being out and yeah. but it was up to me i would play cricket all day every day yeah, as yeah. a youngster yeah um is that okay if i'm completely crazy about cricket uh, is it okay that i just play cricket or should i be doing a few other things yeah. as well uh, look uh, it depends on the age if we talk about the age that we work with um it is absolutely brilliant that you are cricket obsessed because it gives us that angle to get outside but it's not the right thing to only play cricket. Mm. If you're five or six years old, even if you love to play cricket from the morning to the evening, as a parent, and that's why these lesson plans that we put out are so important, or even the alphabet is so important, you have to then find a way to bring in a big ball and kicking a ball for warm up, or because we can go and play cricket outside, but let's quickly, we're going to throw the ball to each other and we're going to catch it five times. We're going to do a lace kick 
or we're going to warm up with some uh, skipping around the tree or something. So, so again, it's something that is given to you that you can use in order to do the rest. But, um, but you know, this is an age where there's windows of opportunity that, that, that opens and you have to do the right thing at the right time. And you have to try and cover all of those fundamental movement skills, the play alphabet or the sports alphabet. By the time they get seven, eight, it needs to be in place. So try to um, try to as a youngster try to use maybe use the cricket to, use them to get uh, outside. a bit of cricket yeah. and then a bit of soccer no and question. then more cricket and then no question okay. and do whatever you have again yeah. stories are great watching it is great um, and then you can also just say um, you know you can make something up yeah. but uh, it's important that you know I need to cover these things as well and that's why we said listen just make sure you know what is it that you need to cover. Um, uh, so we spoke about the rituals which are important I just want to say one other thing is that in my old age I've um, taken up tennis and um, I'm trying very hard to become better at it and something that I found to be very effective is to get my boys out to help me with my tennis so instead of getting them to go let's go and play tennis I want to teach you how to play um, I go outside and say hey do you mind to come and throw a couple of balls to me do you mind to come and hit the balls pick up the balls I want to practice my serve or whatever and um, I found that a super effective way of just initiating the play. And from there, you can do almost anything. Okay. Um, Kojank, I'm going to give you uh, any final thoughts. So um, that's all been very, very helpful. Um, I've, I've definitely uh, thought again about just how important it is to make sure that how do you, what do you have to say? What do you have to do? How can you shape it, mold it, for, transform it into get the child to do what you need them to do? Correct. Um, any final thoughts? Final um, thoughts is they have to love it. They must enjoy it. Okay. So um, uh, again, most of the trouble start where we want to overcoach. So my child's throwing the ball and then I need to fix everything all the time. Mm where it is going outside and throwing it, we can say one little thing. We've got the fix one thing process. One thing, hey, hold the ball with three fingers. And after that, just play. Whack each other, run around, do whatever you have to do, but just have a jaw. And then in the back of your head, you can say, mm, I see the grip is fine. And we move to the next. Perfect. All right, thank you very much, Coach Hink. This yeah, is okay. Coach Hink and Coach Simon uh, signing out. And we'll see you next time.